It is my honor today to introduce our guest speaker, kicking off Women's History Month and Closer to Home, Shreveport's celebration, Women's Week celebration. Melissa Flournoy is a Shreveport native who formerly served as a state legislator. She currently serves as a chair for Louisiana Progress, a nonpartisan organization that encourages public policy, that strengthens the middle class, and protects the less advantaged. Melissa is also the state director of, for Planned Parenthood of Louisiana and a tireless advocate for women and children. Okay, y'all, let's give Melissa Gibson a round of applause. This is her first time being your worship leader, and she has done a remarkable job. And, and thank you for allowing me to come and be with y'all today. And uh, we were trading email the last week, and my assistant in Baton Rouge is also a Melissa. And so you had all these emails from Melissa's going around, and I knew we were in serious trouble with this many Melissa's up here. Um, but you've just done a beautiful job. And I always like coming to this church because uh, you really feel the spirit here. I'm not sure whose spirit or which spirit, Barbara, but, you know, you always feel, and as a recovering Baptist, I hope you all take that in the spirit it's intended. Um, but you always feel the joy and hope. And, uh, and some of my friends are laughing at me in the back, but that's okay. Um, uh, and I, I intentionally always sit on the left, uh, I just am a leftist, and so I have to sit on the left. I'm drawn that way, and so it just it sort of works that way. And I also like to sit where there are no people around um, because uh, I sing loud and off-key. And when my dear departed mother died, one of the things they said at her funeral was that, oh, she had such a joyous spirit and was such a loud singer. So I think I come by it naturally. Um, you know, and so if you can compare me to my mother in, in many ways, which I think is really quite a compliment because uh, she gave me some of the best advice of my life, which I have shared with Barbara and others, which is to, to do as much as you can for as many as you can for as long as you can. And so I think those are pretty good words to live by. And so I'm occasionally astonished when I look in the mirror and I see my mother, um, and then I'm even more astonished when I open my mouth and I hear my mother, and, uh, and so I don't think I'm ever going to be able to get away from my mother, but that's okay. Um, but I want to recognize Eleonora, because Eleonora, you are amazing, and I want to be like you when I grow up. And... Uh, And I'd venture to guess you have a pretty, you know, pretty terrific mother, too. So, you know, absolutely. So, you know, it's fun to be here because I feel like when I come to, to this church, it's like a family reunion because it's people who I think share progressive values, share a vision for our community, share a vision for the world that really is filled with hope and optimism. And living in Louisiana, anybody ever been slightly depressed or despondent? <laughs> You know, Henry, I, God bless you and Laura. You just keep banging your heads against the wall. I'm right there with you, baby. Um, you know, I think the message around celebrating the wisdom of women for me is that it's, a, it's, a, it's the wisdom of sort of perseverance and hope. 
It's sort of this the wisdom of tenacity and courage and character and that even though you know sometimes things are going to go your way, you keep getting up and keep getting back in and you keep doing whatever needs to be done. And, and I think that tenacity and perseverance are probably the most underrated um, qualities of a person. Um, because if we were if we were easily uh, frustrated or easily overwhelmed, um, we would have all moved someplace sunnier and funner and more progressive. Uh, anybody want to say Amen? You know, I, I'm a, I'm a, I've stayed in Louisiana just for the just to screw with people, basically. <laughs> you know, just just I'm sorry. I don't know where that came from. I really have to apologize. Um, uh, poor, poor Melissa, come here. Stand up here. She said, well, what are you going to say? And I said, I have absolutely no idea until I open my mouth. And and I think about it, and I try hard, and I take, write down notes and, you know, and all this kind of stuff. And then I just have to sort of just go, okay, you know, I now pray to my mother now that she's dead. I said, okay, Nina, just, you know, don't let me screw it up too bad, and it'll be okay. So, um I just want to apologize if I'm being too informal, if this is not at all what you wanted, you know. Uh, I just didn't want to scare you, okay? Um, because I know that I'm the only thing between Susan Caldwell and the Highland Parade. And so, so I'm going to try and speed up, okay? I, I think I only have three minutes left, so let me, let me try hard. Um, I think the real wisdom of women is humor. Okay, and I think the real wisdom of real people is humor, of um, regardless of the situation, be able to being able to um, see joy and see humor even in the most darkest moments. And I think the thing that keeps most uh, liberals and progressives and you know people like me going uh, is that you've got to have a sense of, of irony and you've got to have a sense of the absurd. And particularly if you're involved in politics in Louisiana, um, you really do have to have a sense of the absurd. Um, that was a good laugh line, I thought, Sarah. Um, but I did look up several quotes for today, and I won't go through all of them, but there are a couple of really good ones that I want to share with you. And then I just want to end by why I think... Um, it's really important for us to be involved with our faith community and with our uh, social communities and our neighborhoods and uh, because nobody else is going to change the world but us or at least change it the way we want it to change. And so there are a couple of good quotes that I actually did do a little homework, Melissa. I didn't just totally come off the cuff. Um, and some of these I think are really, really powerful, and I won't go through all of them, but there are a few good ones in here. How wonderful it is that nobody need wait a single moment before starting to improve the world. And some of y'all will recognize that quote because most of us have read this book. Um, it was by Anne Frank in A Diary of a Young Girl. And so I think we have to find hope and optimism even in very bleak and dark circumstances. And I think the real message for me um, is that we have to choose to take action on a daily basis. It would be so much easier, and I've done this several times this week. I don't know if anybody's ever done this. Is um, just pulled the covers over my head. Anybody laid in bed that extra 10 minutes and just 
literally pulled the covers over your head. I've been doing that a lot lately. The legislative session starts in a week, and I just want to curl up in a fetal position over in the corner because, uh, you know, pulling the covers over my head isn't enough. Um, it, it, let me tell you, it's scary times, baby. Um, but we don't have to wait a single moment to start and improve the world. And so I think what that means to me is that even in our darkest moments, we have to get up and put our big girl boots on and just go back out there. And every day, most of us face many challenges in our families, in our jobs, in our homes, in our world that requires us to find courage and confidence, that requires us to deep find inner resources in our faith and the way we were raised and our values. Uh, and I think that's really, really important. Um, there are a couple other quotes that I really like. One is, woman must not accept. She must challenge. She must not be awed by that which has been built up around her. She must reverence that woman in her which struggles for expression. And I think a lot of women in, um, you know, that are in my mother's generation particularly, and she would have been 82 uh, in two weeks, did not have the opportunity to be their true authentic selves. That they were really forced to conform by their families, by their culture, by the social expectations of their class or their neighborhood or their region. And I'm just so excited to see what Frances Kelly and Eleonora and other young women will be because we don't have those same well, at least they're not as harsh, those same constructs. I think every generation has societal expectations and social norms um, that we have to either conform to or work through and break through. Um, but this really is my favorite quote. Uh, oh, and that last one was by Margaret Sanger. I now work for Planned Parenthood. Uh, Margaret Sanger is one of the founders of Planned Parenthood. Um, I really believe uh, in the ability of women to make decisions and choices about their own reproductive health and their own reproductive decisions. Um, and that is a very controversial statement in 2014. And so the scary part for me uh, is that there's still a lot of things that we have to work forward and work for. Now, I'm talking about the wisdom of women, but I got to tell you, um, there's some wise men in this room today because there was some really cool women. So let's give the men a round of applause, okay? And, uh, and so when we talk about celebrating Women's Week, I think we're really talking about celebrating um, people who want to change the world and acknowledging the role women have played in that effort many times. And, and I think you started out with a quote from Seneca from like 1849 or something. You know, it's ridiculous that we're still having the same conversations uh, since uh, Abigail Adams wrote to her dear beloved husband and said, don't forget about the ladies. Remember that quote? Um, and so we have to make sure they don't forget about the ladies. Um, here's my favorite quote. The truth will set you free, but first it will piss you off. <laughs> and, and that was said by Gloria Steinem. Now, I don't know, Barbara, if I just crossed the imaginary line in church and... You and Claudia are going to have to boot camp me out of here. But, but I, I felt like this might be the only church I've ever been in that I could actually read that quote in. So I'm asking, I'm asking for forgiveness. Um, I'm totally asking for forgiveness. 
Uh, and then let me just say this one more thing. There are two ways of spreading light, to be the candle or to be the mirror that reflects it. And so I think all of us have an opportunity to be both the candle and the mirror because I think we see light in different places and we see light in different ways. And sometimes we're called upon to be that light. And sometimes that means that we have to be people of character and conscience and courage, that we have to stand up in uncomfortable situations, that, Eric, you even have to run out to Popeye's sometimes when you run out of food, that, you know, we have to be problem solvers, we have to be solution-oriented. But most of all, we have to have faith in ourselves that we can do as much as we can for as many as we can for as long as we can. Because truly, we are in treacherous political times in Louisiana um, and in our communities. And Sarah Boswell and some of the others were at a forum we did a couple weeks ago at the Highland Center. And uh, I want to thank Frances Kelly for helping arrange that. Um, because we truly have some of the worst health outcomes in our area that if we don't start talking about what our health problems are around um, basically kids having sex and young people having unpredicted sex and being the syphilis capital of the world and chlamydia and gonorrhea and HIV. I mean, Louisiana truly has some of the worst health statistics in the free world. You know, not only do we have the advantage of having the most incarcerated people, in the state that has the, you know, the country that has the most incarceration, um, we have the least healthy people. Um, we have the least access to health care for women and young people. Uh, we get an F minus in terms of access to health care. Um, I think health care is a moral issue. Uh, I think leadership is a moral issue. And I think we are called to be both the candle and the mirror. Uh, and we are called to lead. And so I think the wisdom of women is to, to find our, to always lead with our soul and lead with our passion and to find our power. And so many times we do not understand the power that we have. We don't use it with, um, we just don't use it. I think the end of that sentence is we don't know our power and we don't use it. And so I think the real call to action is to find our voices, to find our power, to be people of character, to be people of courage, but most of all, to let our faith demonstrate our compassion and make our communities better. So I will end with this, that it's important that we trust women. It's important that we trust Louisiana women. And it's important that each of us do as much as we can for as long as we can for as many as we can. Thank you.